So Jesus said to them, Peace be to you, as a father has sent me, I also do what? Send you. The father sent him anointed. That means we are also sent how? Anointed. Are we together? Give it to me in the message translation, please. Now, NLT, there's one that uses mission as well. I just want to make sure. NLT doesn't use mission? All right. I think it's the waste translation. Let me read you the waste New Testament expanded translation. Say which one is that one again? Don't worry. Let me read it to you. It says, Then Jesus said to them again, Peace be to you, even as the Father sent me on a mission for which I'm still responsible, I also am sending you. In other words, the mission that he was sent to start was sent to complete. Because Jesus is not here to lay hands on the sick anymore. He lays hands on the sick through you and I. You are his hands. I said you are his hands. You are his mouthpiece. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 15. It says, do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? It says your body, your body is a member of Christ. Say this with me. Say my hands are the hands of Christ. My feet are the feet of Christ. I have the spirit of Christ. Yeah, Romans 8, 9 says you have the spirit of Christ. You see that? Say, I have the spirit of Christ. Yeah, you have, you have the mind of Christ as well. In 1 Corinthians 2, 16. Then say this with me. Say, I have the spirit of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. Say it again. Say, I have the spirit of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. I have the spirit of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. One more time. I have the spirit of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. Amen. Now think about that. It gives you a sense of victory. You know that when you show up, Christ has shown up. Now, the word Christ means anointed one. The word Christ means the anointed one. And when someone is called the anointed one, why is he called the anointed one? Because of what? The anointing. You get it now? So the anointing on his spirit is on your spirit. The anointing on his mind is on your mind. The anointing on his body is on your body. Say amen. Catch it. Colossians 1 verse 24. It says, I now rejoice in my sufferings for you and feed up in my flesh, what is lacking in the afflictions of Christ for the sake of his body, which is what? The church. Say, I have the spirit of Christ. 
I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. Yeah. If Jesus entered that tricycle, is it safe? Do you know he entered in you? Because you are his temple. In 1 Corinthians 6 verse 17, the Bible says, He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit. See that? He is one spirit. Now the word one there is what mere. It refers to an intermingling where you cannot separate it. When you make tea, how many of you ever made tea in your life? You made tea yourself. Do you notice that when you make tea, you can't remove the milk, the bombita, you can't remove anything. It's all mixed together. The water is mixed. Are you aware of that? If you heat it up, what will happen? It will just evaporate and it's together. You and God are one. Think about that. You and God are one. He who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. So my spirit in me right now is intermingled with God. That means you can't tell where he starts and where I stop. I am not limitless. In 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17, the Bible says, The Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Lord is that spirit. And you are joined to the Lord. You are joined to the Holy Ghost. You and the Holy Ghost, you are one now. So, when you show up somewhere, the Holy Ghost has shown up there. See, see, when we know what it means to be a Christian, it changes everything. I am one with God. I am one with God. The Bible tells us in him we live. In him we move. In him we have our being. We are lost in him. Contact with me is contact with God. Are you following me? Say, I have the spirit of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. My body is the body of Christ. Say amen. Look at Colossians 3. Let's begin from verse 9 to 11. Do not lie to one another since you put off the old man with his deeds. Verse 10. And I put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to him who created him. Verse 11. Where there's neither Jew, Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave or free. Let's end the last clause together. I want to go. But Christ is all and what? So when I look at you, I see Christ. You are no ordinary fellow. It says Christ is all and in all. I wish Jesus was, was here right now. He's inside of me right now. I wish I was there when Jesus was alive. He's alive in me right now. Galatians 3 verse 26. For you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. Next. 
It says, for as many of you as were baptized into Christ. What did he say? I've put on Christ. The word is endure. You are clothed with Christ. Think about it. Give it to me in the Amplified Version. It says, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. Next 27. It says, for as many of you have been baptized into Christ, watch this, into a spiritual union and communion with Christ, the anointed one, the Messiah, are put on, clothed yourself with Christ. So when the Father looks at me, who does he see? Christ. I'm a Christian. If any man be in Christ, I'm a Christian. You know, we've made religious terminologies out of all these things. So I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. You don't know what you're talking about. You're saying that right now, if they are looking for Jesus, they should find him in you. We are not in religion. We're in reality. See, so this is a mentality you would take into the hospital. And you lay hands on them and lay hands. And they say, oh God, you want to lay hands? It's a contagious disease. Oh, you don't know me. Nothing shall by any means. Because if Christ came here right now, and laid hands on them. Will he be infected? As he is. You're trained to do. Quickly, let's look at a few things. Phew, hallelujah. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ. Are put on Christ. Look at verse 28. There's neither Jew nor Greek. So we are not saying, oh, you are a robo, you are a No, 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 no. I'm a Christian. Oh, Yoruba, I'm a Christian. Yoruba people have that challenge, but not me. I'm a Christian. Are you following me? There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither slave nor free. In other words, my status is no longer a limitation. The only thing that can limit me is what can limit Christ. It's neither male nor female. My gender is no longer a factor. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. This is something you are thinking tonight. Hallelujah. All right. You need to understand that God wants to work miracles through you as a child of God. In Colossians 1.27, the Bible says to them, God will to make known what are the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope. Now the word hope is expectation expectation. 
It says when Christ in you, we can expect the glory of God. Now, glory means many things. Right? Glory can refer to the essence and the perfection of the divine nature. Glory can refer to the essence and the perfection of the divine nature. Glory can also refer to the manifestation of the presence and the power of God. Glory can refer to the manifestation of the presence and the power of God. For instance, in John 1, reading from verse 14, the Bible says, And the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, and we beheld his glory. Notice beheld, we saw manifestation. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Verse 15. John bore witness of him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me is referred before me, for he was before me. And of his fullness, have some of us received? Huh? Have some of us received? Come on, have some of us received? Have all we received? And grace for grace. Now give it to me in the Amplified Version. Listen to this. For out of his fullness abundance, we have all received, all had a share, and we're all supplied with one grace after another. And spiritual blessing upon spiritual blessing. Even favor upon favor. And gift heaped on gift. Say amen. amen. In other words, there's not one thing in him that's not in us. There's nothing in him that is missing in us. Are you following me? We said glory can refer to the manifestation of the presence and the power of God will be held as glory. It can also refer to the essence and the perfection of the divine nature. See? Now, I want you to look at John 2 verse 11 in the Old King James. It says, This beginning of miracles did Jesus in Cana of Galilee and manifested forth his glory. Notice the miracles were a manifestation of his glory. The miracles were a manifestation of his glory. And Christ in you is what? The hope of glory. That means there are miracles God wants to manifest through you. Jesus did no miracle until the Holy Spirit came. And the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7, O King James says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to perfect with all. The manifestation, the fanero, the, the expression, the showing forth of the Holy Ghost is given to how many men? Talk to me now, how many men? Now if the Holy Ghost wants to show himself through you, will you let him? See, people just feel that God wants to use that one and that one. No, it's given to who? Every man. Give it to me in the New King James, please. It says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one. Are you, are you, are you an each? I said, are you an each? You're part of it. For the profit of all. Look at verse 8. To one is given the word of wisdom. 
by the Spirit. To one is given by the Spirit, a word of wisdom, to another, a word of knowledge, by the same Spirit. Next, it says, to another faith, by the same Spirit, to another, the gifts of healing, by the same Spirit. Next, it says, to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, the same of spirits, to another, diverse kinds of tongues, to another, the of tongues, verse 11. But all these work at one same, self, same Spirit, dividing to how many? Dividing to how many? Dividing to how many? See, God wants to express Himself through you, severally as you will. Expectation determines manifestation. The gifts will not manifest unless you expect them. Knowledge governs behavior. Why? Because knowledge determines beliefs and beliefs govern behavior. So, you know, say this, we say, in the name of Jesus, I declare by faith that the Holy Spirit seeks to manifest himself through me. The Holy Spirit seeks to manifest his power through me. The Holy Spirit seeks to manifest his presence through me. Say amen. amen. Celebrate Jesus, please. Are you learning something today? So now when you are going out, no God wants to manifest himself. Look at John 9, 1 to 5. John chapter 9, 1 to 5. Now Jesus passed by, saw a man who was blind from birth, verse 2. And his disciples asked him, saying, Rabbi, who's seen this man or his parents that was born blind? Who's seen it? Jesus has neither this man nor his parents sin, but that the works of God should be manifested or revealed in him. In other words, this man's difficulty is God's opportunity. This man's problem is God's opportunity. Look at it in O King James. Neither has this man sin or his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. So the problem you see is a problem you're ordained to solve. Every problem that comes to you, comes to you because it is ordained to be solved. Every challenge that comes to you, came to you because it came to you if I came. Are you following me? Alright, now give me verse 4. I must walk the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can walk. Verse 5. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Now give me verse 3 to 5 in the ESV. And look at something here. It says, Jesus answered, it was not that this man sinned or his parents, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. Next. We must work. So, it's not just Jesus walking, healing the blind. You too must work. God will heal the blind through you. We must walk the walks of him who sent me while it's day. Night is coming when no one can walk. Verse 5. As long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Is he in the world anymore? If Jesus is in the world right now, is he here physically? He said, as long as I'm in the world, I'm the light of the world. Who is the light of the world now? So who will walk now? Who will open blind eyes? Who will stop deaf ears? Who will raise the dead? Who will pray for the lame to walk? Celebrate Jesus, please.
Is this happening to anybody today? Okay, quickly, First Peter 2 verse 9. How many of you are scared to pray for the sick right now? All right. Now, I wanted to give it to me the Old King James. And um, I'll read it in the NLT and the Amplified. I want you after the Old King James. But you are a chosen generation. Now, this word here refers to a selected favorite. Now, that's big enough. God selected you to favor you. How do you know somebody is favored? They have an advantage when others are disadvantaged. Let me explain. A lecturer comes in or a class teacher comes and says, you guys are talking, I'm going to flunk every one of you. And he starts trashing and trashing. And gets to one guy and says, leave here. And trashes the others. Then it happens again. Listen to that guy and say, he just did fee for him. You are a selected favorite. When things go wrong for others, you are exempted. When there's a match being played and the ref, you know, how many of you know that there's cheating in football? You know that. Okay. One of that club, what do you say? Penalty, penal, 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 penal. Outside. But the big clubs. Their own is a goal. Because the referee is favoring them. That means when you're favored, what is judged in others is exempted in you. You know, God was going to wipe out the whole earth. But Genesis 6 verse 8, the ESV says... Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. So why did Noah and his family not die? Favor. And you are a selected favorite. So it doesn't matter what is happening in the world. Because you found favor with God. You are exempted. Say, I'm chosen. Say it with this word. Say, I'm chosen. Don't say, I'm chosen. And don't say, I'm chosen. Say, I'm chosen. Look at it. Say, I'm chosen. Yeah, you're favored. But you are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. That's another message. King priests. A priest is a go between between men and God. A king governs by decrees. It means right now, your words have power. A royal priesthood. You have a new identity. Notice before it goes to anything, it deals with your identity first. Because understanding your identity is the key to unlocking your authority. Who you are governs the way you behave. Who you think you are governs the way you behave. Your self-perception is always what determines your self-performance. Says you're chosen. You're favored. God has selected you to favor you. A royal priesthood, a holy nation. That's a dedicated nation. God has dedicated you to himself. 
See, that's why when you sin, there's a, there's a sadness that you feel. Because God created you for his pleasure. He wants you for himself. You are a holy nation. A peculiar people. Different. Unique. One of a kind people. That you should show for the presence of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now give it to me in the NLT. It says, you are not like that for you are chosen people, you are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. Now, listen to this. How many of you will fight for your property? How many of you will fight for your property? The Bible says your spirit and your body belongs to God. God will fight. See, you are his temple. See, he that destroys my temple, I'll destroy. If disease destroys your body, he'll destroy that disease. You are his temple. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God. God saved you so that people can look at you and say, I want to be a Christian. Because of the favor, because of the goodness you enjoy. Your cycle of failure has come to an end. It says, so, as a result, so you, you can show the goodness of God. For he called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God called you for a display. So you want to you know who I am? Look at the Wally Fessel. You want to know what I'm good? Look at the Wally Fessel. That's your life. Give it to me in the GNT. We'll take the Amplified last. It says, but you are the chosen race, the king, king's priests, the holy nation, God's own people, chosen to proclaim what? The wonderful acts of God. That's what you're supposed to show, the wonderful acts. When there is lack, you have abundance. The wonderful acts. See, boy, you're not ordinary. The wonderful acts of God who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amplified version. Stop playing on the keyboard, please. Look at this. But you are a chosen race. A royal priesthood. A dedicated nation. God's own special people. See, I'm special. Do you know whatever is special to you, treat differently? That's why you cannot die a common death. The Bible says precious in the sight of God are the death of his saints. Precious. Special. It calls you special. Look at neighbor and say, I'm special. Yeah, you're special. You deserve life's best. You were purchased with life's best. You deserve life's best. Where you are right now is not your end. It's a passing phase. Special people. Look at this. Now you may set forth the wonderful deeds. You display it. God has raised you to show how powerful he is. How generous he is. How great he is. How good he is to set forth the wonderful deeds. And display the virtues and the perfections 
how God is, I should look for you. His virtues, his perfections. You don't make mistakes. You always get it right. You always say the right thing. You always do the right thing. You always at the right place. At the right time. Say amen. Who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. His perfections. None of us is perfect. Nobody can be perfect. Shut up. You don't know the Bible. Say God has selected you to display his virtues. His perfections. You, you say the right words at the right time. You are the right place at the right time. That's you. God's shurimam tumim is carried by you. Accurate words come out of your mouth. You take the right steps. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. You are that good man. You are that good man. You are that good man. You don't miss it. Jesus is always at the right place at the right time. So are you. His virtues. His perfections. His essence. His glory. His power. His possibilities. You were born for this. I rest my case. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. You've heard his word. Worship the Lord. God raised you to be a display for him. That he might show his power through you. You are not a mistake. It doesn't matter why you were born. Or how you were born. God raised you to be an expression of his virtue and his perfection. He's going to do oneness through you. You will speak the right words. You will be at the right place at the right time. Worship the Lord. Christ is all. Christ is in all. Worship the Lord. Bless his holy name. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise a people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wale Fesso, visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, Kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogulu, Yenegua, Bayoso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.